What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anna Creates Podcast. My name is Alex Krotz, and this week we're going to talk about working for free, whether that be internships or just free projects, how to take advantage of working for free and when to work for free, and when not to work for free and know you're being taken advantage of. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Anik Creates Podcast with your weekly dose of music, technology, and creative inspiration. Now your host, Alex Krotz. So when it comes to the topic of unpaid internships and working for free, there's a very divided set of opinions. Some people think that it is very unethical and should not be done. Nobody should ask anybody to do anything for free. And then there's the other side of the fence who thinks that working for free is great and that's how people get their start and that's how you can grow. And I do see both sides of things. I just don't think that most people think about free internships and working on projects for free in the right way. You have to think about it in a certain way that does actually make remarkable sense. But at the same time, doing somebody's actual work for free when they are getting paid for it or they should be getting paid for it and you're doing it for free and they're actually just taking advantage of you and your willingness to do work for free, that I do not agree with. There's a very fine line in the middle of what should be free and what people should actually use free work for and then what isn't and just is blatantly taking advantage of somebody's time. So I wanted to talk about that because it's a topic that I see a lot and having worked in the music industry, I see it all over the place because the way to break into the music industry as an engineer or producer generally in big studios especially is to get an internship and to work for free and help people and also when you're getting your start in music as a producer or engineer there's a lot of free work that you have to do to get anywhere and people just keep trying to get that but then at the same time there's also the musicians who are getting taken advantage of when a bar owner or somebody asks them hey can you play a show for us and uh, we can't actually pay you, but you know, you get exposure for it. And that's where I do draw the line. There's a certain amount of just pure respect that you need to have for people and what they do and what their craft is. And then you have to balance out whether that's good for them or not, and whether it's good for you as a person who's either doing the free work or not, whether they're just trying to take advantage of you and they should be paying you versus whether it's a good opportunity for you and is the right time for you to use free work as a, a way to take advantage of somebody else maybe in a different way. I think that in the right scenarios, working for free or internships are amazing. See, I actually got my start uh, in various different ways with free work and doing free work for people. And I would have gotten nowhere if I hadn't done the free work in the first place, but I took advantage of the way that I was doing the free work. I wasn't letting somebody take advantage of me. I wasn't letting them just walk all over me because I was doing free work for them and I was willing to put my time out there for no monetary return and that's how you have to approach it to be able to get something out of it and you have to look at it in the right way where you're not maybe getting monetary value but you have to be getting some other value and that's what we're going to talk about. I did work for free and I took great advantage of it and there were two big points in my life where I was using free work to my advantage and the first big example of that in my life was when I first started engineering and producing and I bought a bunch of gear and I had help from my parents and I'd set up a little studio in the basement of my house. I went to artists around town and I went to the bigger artists in my high school and stuff. The well-known bands that would play around town a lot. They were the guys that played at the coffee shops. They were the guys that did a lot of stuff. 
by no means were they famous or anything, but they were the guys that were active in the musical space around the community. So what I did is I went to them and I offered them free recording and I told them, I'm just getting started. I'm learning. You can use it however you like. I just want the experience of being able to record. And the reason I did this was one, I wanted experience doing something, but I didn't want them to feel like I was coming to them going, Hey, pay me to do a record. I've never done one before, but you know, pay me hundreds of dollars of your money to make your record, but you actually have no idea how I'm going to sound. I had nothing under my belt. I had no portfolio. I had no clients before that. I had very limited experience. So I told them, I know how to record enough that I can make you something, even if it's a demo, even if it's just something for you, they'll take advantage of that because they're active. They're trying to pursue something themselves. So of course they're going to take advantage of free things getting given to them, even if it takes up some of their time to do it, because no matter what they get out of it, they'll be able to use it for something, even if it's just for them personally to have exercised a new song. But my strategy was I was going to the people that I knew had a name in the community, in the high school, around town, because if they loved working with me and I, we got a great product, those are the people that are either going to come back because the product did something for them and they, they want to continue that sense of success that they've been getting, or they're going to be seen by all the other people who see them in the community, all the other artists. And now those artists are going to want to work with me as well because, well, they're talking about me and my recording and helping them get a, a recording. So everybody else who looks up to them is going to want to use me as well, which means just by giving them some free work, I was getting other artists who would come to me and actually want me to record them and pay me because they'd actually heard something that I had done at that point. So I was basically using the free work that I was giving out to grow my knowledge and to get better at what I was doing and develop my craft while also getting that exposure because I needed it and I knew that I was targeting the right people. There's no point in just doing free work for people who have no audience and do nothing and are just bedroom musicians who aren't doing anything because that's not going to help you with much exposure. Yes, you're going to get one-sided exposure where you now have a product that you can use, but they can't really do much about it after the fact. They're going to talk to one or two friends who are also musicians. Maybe you get some clients out of that, but they're not that kind of a band where they're out playing shows, talking about who recorded them. And that happened all the time when I was recording some of my initial bands. There was a band named Deny the Threat who I started working with. I just went to them and went, hey, you guys are awesome. I really like your music. I'd love to record record you guys because I've started recording and I'm getting into it. You know, I upsold myself a little bit and told them I was really good and, <laughs> and they came over and they recorded and I ended up doing two records with them. I'm friends with them till this day. I've recorded basically all their other bands that they've been in since that through their career and through my career. So every time I would have some of those guys coming back to me and it was repeat clients because I gave them a free record or two to do whatever they wanted with. Now, the other part of my career where I notably worked for free was when I started interning at Noble Street, which is the studio that I worked at and ended up working there for seven years. And I was there for six months before I ended up getting hired. But I used that internship to grow my knowledge and take advantage of every opportunity I got. But I also used it to seek out opportunities. I didn't just sit there and think I'm interning here. I'm going to get opportunities given to me. I knew that no opportunity was going to come to me if I didn't go out and seek it and try and take advantage of the opportunity I was given by being able to be at Noble Street and being able to help them by giving my time to, and I was cleaning toilets and I was 
getting coffees and that kind of stuff, but it was still something they needed. And once I finished that work, I could then take advantage of the fact that I was there and I had proven myself and I was doing good work with the crap tasks that I was doing, but I was using that to then gain trust, to gain more knowledge about the things that I actually cared about, like the actual recording technologies they were using and the way that they were recording and seeing the setups and seeing the way things were done and talking to the assistants about what they were doing in the sessions. And then from there, I ended up getting in on the sessions to be able to see them being run. And yes, all I was doing in there was getting them coffee or or snacks if they wanted it, but I was still in there getting my name known, getting my face known and learning everything that they were doing and watching it and being able to just observe. So those are the two main times in my life that I have used free work to my own advantage. There's a few reasons why you would want to do free work. There's there's different ways to take advantage of free work. One, it's an opportunity to try new things. For instance, in music, if you don't make hip hop records and and you want to get into it or try it, that's when you do a free project. That's when you can try something. If it works out, amazing. And you know, you have something there that you can pursue and then you can charge people for it, but you actually have a, a portfolio there. And that's the second thing. If it's a project that's helping you build your portfolio. Now, if you have no projects, nobody's going to hire you, which means you need to do free projects to get things on your resume. And that's kind of the same thing that I did with Deny the Threat and a bunch of other artists back in the day. That's what you have to do. You have to use people who have connections, give them free work that you can then use for yourself. They can use for themselves in whatever way they need. And you're actually helping them. You're serving them in some way. Now, the other thing with that is you're helping establish yourself. You need to use these free opportunities to help establish yourself, not only your projects and your portfolio, but also your name and your work ethic and your personality with people. So somebody who's very well connected, you go in and you're like, Hey, I'll come into your store and take pictures of your products so that you can use it on your website. No charge. If you don't like them, you don't have to use them. But the only thing is that I get to use them as well for my website and I can use them for my portfolio. Then you're establishing yourself and they're like, yeah, okay, great. Perfect. No problem. You're now in with them. You're now doing the project. And that's when you get to really shine with your personality and your creative energy that you're bringing to the project. You're not just simply taking the pictures. You're trying to be creative. You're trying to show what you can bring to these projects and also your work ethic and your mannerisms, everything about you that they are going to love working with. And those are the things that they're also going to talk about to anybody else. If they're talking about their pictures and somebody else who runs another business goes, Hey, I really love the product shots you got who did those? They're not going to really talk you up very much. If all you did was come in and take pictures and leave and just go, cool, I'll send you the files next week. They're going to talk about you if you came in and were really friendly and had some really great creative ideas and tried different things. Then they're going to talk about, you know, the fact that you said it would take a week for you to deliver, but then you actually delivered it in two days and it was amazing and it looks great. They're going to really talk that up. And that's what you need to do to help establish your own self because people talk, business owners talk. That's how you get your name out there. And it's word of mouth is one of the most powerful ways to advertise that word of mouth between business owners is a exactly how that free project is now going to get you a paid gig down the road with their other business friends because you've established yourself as the person they want to work with. Now, another thing to take advantage of with free work is making connections. So 
that's where I would go to the bands in the community that were, you know, the more well-known bands in the community, the ones that were playing, the ones that were out there, because they were the ones who clearly had connections with venues, with different bands, because they set up shows. And that's what you have to do. If you're that photographer or you are that videographer and you go to a business, try and find a business who actually seems to be doing well and doing something that you could see yourself breaking into that market and taking pictures of or taking videos for a bunch of other ones. So if it's a very well-known coffee shop in the area, there's lots of connections you can gain from that. If you're a musician or an engineer, using a band that's actually trying to do things and trying to get out there, those are the people you want to work with because those are the people who have connections. Not, you know, your buddy's friend's brother's band who rehearse in the basement once a month and don't play shows and don't do anything, but you'll do their project for free. Sure, it's less pressure for you to do the project because it's not going to be heard by anybody or it's not going to go anywhere anyway, but that's not what you want. You want that pressure. That's how it's going to grow. That's how you're going to grow. And that's also how you're going to make connections because not only are you getting that advantage of the project, but they're also wanting to share your fantastic work that you really helped them with for free with the actual people that they know if they love working with you and they have connections, those are the people you want to work with. Now with these connections, you want to impress and collect potential clients. So back to the example of the photographer or videographer going into a a store, that's how you would impress the clients that you're working with at that store, but you're also impressing them so much that they're going to share it with potential clients. That's the same in music. If you're working with a band that has a lot of other bands near them that they play a lot of shows with or they tour those are the people that you're impressing them for their next record maybe maybe you help them out with a free song or a single or a cover they want to do when it comes time for them to work on their next record they're going to want to work with you because of the fact that you helped them out and because they loved working with you you got in with them because you gave them a free song now they're going to come back to you with a whole record they want to do with you because they loved working with you so much and they're also going to spew your name out to everybody else all their other friends all their other bands that they know and go, you should work with this guy. He's great with our sound and he would be great for your sound and you should look into working with him. You're gaining those connections and impressing your own potential clients in the future and their connections as well. Now, with all of these different aspects of taking advantage of this free work that you're giving out to build your portfolio and connections and potential clients and everything, it all boils down to one thing, which is that you're showing your clients or your potential clients or your potential employers, if you're going for an internship at a recording studio or something like that, you're showing them that you are who they need. You're making yourself indispensable in their sound or their business or their future plans. You want to make yourself a part of what they're doing. You have a unique position to do this with free work because you can make yourself indispensable without them really realizing how much they rely on you because they're not paying you. So you can try new things and try different things. And if they don't like it, they don't like it and it doesn't work. But more often than not, if you're doing what you feel is right and you're doing what you think that their business needs or their sound that that band needs and you're helping them out, more often than not, they're going to love that and they're going to want to work with you in the future. For instance, when you have an intern at a recording studio and their job is to clean the toilets and get you coffee and that's what they do and then they sit there and they wait. 
Sure, they might make you the best coffee ever. They might be the quickest to get the food orders and stuff, but they're not doing anything extra. They're not making themselves indispensable. The people who I loved working with the most, the interns that made the biggest impressions on me, were the ones that would do their job well. They would get the coffee right, and they'd get it fast, and they would clean the bathrooms, but then they would come to me and they would offer to help with setups or teardowns or to stay late if I needed them or anything else they could do for me. That is what set them apart. And those are the people that every time I would have a setup, they would be there working with me to set up all the mics that I had to set up so that my night wouldn't be six or eight hours long. It was cut in half because they were helping me and they were learning while they were doing this, they were learning. And it didn't matter to me that I was having to show them a lot of this stuff because they would learn. And then the next time we would do a setup, they would know those things and they would have different things to learn, but they would be able to do the things that I'd showed them already. They would take that weight off my shoulder. So every time they got better and better and better. Now down the line, once, it was kind of time for a new employee. That's who I can't see getting rid of. That's who at a certain point when they're like, Hey, look, I can't do this anymore. I either need to leave to get a job or I need to be hired. That's when that indispensability really comes out because that's when it makes you think, Oh my God, I can't afford to lose this guy. If he leaves, I'm going to be back to eight hour setups. It makes sense for him to be part of the team. He's made himself indispensable at that time. So as a producer or an engineer, then if you help a band and you're part of making their sound and you're part of what they do, then it's really a lot harder for them to move away from using you when you actually ask them for money. They want to work with you and they're willing to put their money forward to work with you when that time comes because you made yourself indispensable in that free time that you gained and that opportunity that you had. And that's what it all breaks down to is using free work to build your knowledge, build your resume or your portfolio and make yourself indispensable to people before they even notice it. And then they can't get rid of you. That's the way you need to approach free work and take advantage of free work. So that's it for this episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you know somebody who could use these tips, let them know, point them to this episode, give it a share. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at AnnaCreates and check out my website, AnnaCreates.ca for show notes and staying up to date with everything I do for you guys. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and I will see you in the next one. Until then, always be creating. Thank you for listening to the Annika Creates podcast. Be sure to check out AnnikaCreates.ca for show notes and all the latest updates. Until next time, always be creating.